so if you don't know me, and it's okay if you don't, I'm Jake. No one's gonna know. <laughs> you are so better be okay. I won't be offended. Know. I won't be offended. It's okay. Um, <laughs> hello, hello. We are Taboo Tea. We are. My name's Alyssa. I um. Let's see. Where am I at in life? I don't know. I'm collecting unemployment checks because of quarantine. I was a waitress. I was serving breakfast, serving eggs all day long. Um, I'm in a happy, close to two-year relationship. Um, And I have my sidekick, Jake, here with me. You do? Yeah. So, I'm a hairstylist. Uh, My name is Jake. (laughs) (laughs) What more is there? I know. I know. Exactly. (laughs) Like, it's all there is to my life. But anyways, that's pretty much me. I mean, I don't know. Like, that's... I know, we are just two broke-ass bitches in quarantine. I mean, guess you could say coronavirus really uh, messed up our plans for a couple months, but (laughs) we're getting the ball rolling on our lives, kind of. We're getting there, but it's all good, it's all good. We're getting somewhere. So I'm trying out this, what, four loco for the first time? Yeah, how is it? Yeah, it tastes like shit, but the moment... Okay, well, see, the the trick is to drinking this is that... You have to be drunk. So, like, the first time it takes, like, what, maybe, like, six sips? Because it's 12% alcohol, right? So, the six sips, great. All right? Unless you're a high tolerance, maybe seven. No. 18. But anyways, but... (laughs) (laughs) No, but anyways, but, like, 18 sips and you're great. And it's, like, you just have to be drunk. Because, like, when you're drunk, you can just drink drunk. You can drink anything when you're drunk. It's stupid. It is. Like, isn't it weird how... Do you ever feel like like, when you're drunk... Temperature doesn't even exist. Oh, temperature means nothing to me. Like, if I could spend my time being drunk during during the show Naked and Afraid, I would make it, I would make it all 20 You would days. last. You would I last. would. I would. Literally. I would. What about when you're uh, hungover in the morning and you have those, like, uh, morning shits? <laughs> like, you would just be shitting all over the island from those hangover shits. <laughs> I would just be begging for the camera crew just to get me more beer. Be like, like whatever you gotta do. <laughs> like, the I scenes. don't care. And they're like, Jacob, you have to do the sober. That's the whole. <laughs> that is the whole point. And you just could not do it. I just, I don't know. Well, I guess we'll find out one day. Right? That's right. One day. One day. So. <clears throat> I know you guys probably who the fuck are these people? Um, I know we introduced ourselves a little bit, but more importantly, how we met I think would be a nice little catch up for you guys. Um, so I would say that Jake and I, we I was the girlfriend of the of a specific friend group, and he was the brother of this same specific friend group. I don't I don't know if we ever crossed paths before the night we met. No, I don't mm-hmm. think we did. No. Um, but yeah, we definitely had that outsider status in that friend group, and I mean, what do you remember from the like that very oh, first God. that Friendsgiving, right? It was a Friendsgiving we Two met words. at shit show. Shit show. <laughs> it was a shit show. It yes. was yeah. So it was the day our eyes locked. Yes, it was the day <laughs> our eyes locked, and it was a Friendsgiving. I don't recall the whatever date, but like whatever, I'll find out for you if you're really that interested. So, <laughs> and basically, what happened was that she came here with her boyfriend, and I came here because my sister was more so friends of this group that called themselves the what Leaf. Oh. 
I remember. Uh, bush, bush. The bush gigglers. Bush, bush gigglers. Is that it? Yeah, bush gigglers. So anyway, so they call themselves the bush gigglers. And... Alright, so I came here because, like, I had no friends, and I was like, alright, well, I guess I'll just hop on in, right? And so, I came here with my sister, and lo and behold, we sat on this table full of people talking about themselves for, like, probably an hour, but, like, not even good stories. It was just, like, more so, like, those types of moments where, like, you know when you're with a friend and they're, like, inside jokes, but you're, like, the third party member and you're, like, you don't, like, you don't even fucking get it. And then, but, like, imagine that with nine other people, so they're, like, telling their own story, their own version of the same story nine different times. Yeah. And you have to sit there the whole fucking time. With your goddamn mouth shut. Yeah, hearing the same story, like, "Mm mm-hmm, yep, okay, wow. Okay, that is great. Not that in is your so head. cute. Oh uh, yes, and it is so yeah. And you know, Alyssa and I, we didn't really talk that much that night, but we we vibed with this girl, right? And what I whom I went to sixth grade with. And I knew her from church when I was like a child, and out of the blue, no fucking reason, her name comes up, and Jake and I just look at each other, and we're like, you know her? Yes. And like, seriously, that was like the beginning yes. of everything for us. She is the reason, like, we even, I mean, as two outsiders of that group, and let me, like, let me tell you, there is nothing worse than sitting in a group of people who's talking about their memories that do not pertain to you. No, absolutely. They don't. And it was just, yeah, it, it was, was like so god cringy. awful. And like, seriously, there's all these other people around us. Jake and I are both sitting there silently. And I remember looking over at you and being like, okay, this kid's not really interacting. I'm not really interacting. Yeah, and exactly. I, I was aware. So I was like, that moment that we found that one little bond over a girl that we... We're just kind of friends with, like, <laughs> seriously, it's so small, oh, but just God. finding that one bond, it's like, we knew each other, so, fast forward, that was a Friendsgiving, so it'd be end of November, so now we're looking at New Year's. Anyways, I'm hanging out with people because I have to hang out with them, and you're like, yeah, you have to talk to them because you have to talk to them, right? So we went go-kart karting or whatever, the go-karting, whatever the <laughs> word, I'm, I'm just gonna make up my own words, alright? <laughs> so we went at go-karting. <clears throat> And that was fun. It was cute. Whatever. So, lo and behold, then I come over to, what, your boyfriend's house. Yeah, my boyfriend at the time. And, yeah, at the time. Yes, we were at my ex-boyfriend's house. And I remember I was very upset that night, per usual. And as you listen throughout this podcast, you'll learn more about uh, my relationship with my ex and why I was so fucking pissed off all the time. But, um... Yeah, I remember I was at the house, I got everything ready, okay, fine, whatever, and so Jake was there, and, oh, you know what it was? I think they asked, I think they asked if you wanted beer or something, and I was like, hey, I have this wine, and it was like white Zinfandel, some... No, it was the, it was the, it was barefoot, but it was the, um... Maybe it was, uh, like... Oh, it was Pink Moscato. It was Pink Moscato. Pink Moscato. Pink Moscato is what we are born on. Yes, we were pretty much born on that man. The other girl. So... (laughs) Another girl. Yeah, the the other girl. So... Not a threesome. (laughs) Not not to clarify, this is not a threesome. (laughs) So, but anyways, yeah. So, it was over Uno and Pink Moscato. And... Am I pronouncing that right? Yeah, Pink Moscato. Pink Moscato. Yeah, Yeah, I remember. So, we were, uh... 
um, I think I offered you wine, and one of our friends in the friend group, he also brought a bottle of wine. Yeah. And so we're like, perfect. And you know what? I do remember as well that I was sick at the time, and I had like a really bad cold, and I almost didn't go that night. Like, I was texting my ex-boyfriend because... One, I knew I'd feel like an outsider. I knew I wouldn't have anything to talk about with these people. I'd feel yeah. very uncomfortable. So I was texting him, and I was like, hey, you know what? New Year's, I'm, I don't think I'm interested in coming out tonight because I'm feeling sick. Right. And I, you know, I don't know these people. And it wasn't even the fact that I didn't know them. It was the fact that he made me feel like I couldn't be friends with them, and I couldn't talk to them. And so like he pushed me into that outsider feeling a lot as well. But I do remember bonding over that. So, you know, I was sick that night and everything, and I remember I was taking, um, like, flu medication, whatever, Tamiflu, whatever the fuck. Yeah. And I remember it made me, like, ten times more fucked up than I wanted to feel. But yeah. that was not a bad thing in hindsight, because that's, like... You know, liquid courage. We both had the liquid courage. We were outsiders and we were drunk. Yes, we became best friends. Like, a fucking course. It was written in the stars. But I remember, so later on, Jake and I are bonding. I'm getting a little drunk. He's getting a little drunk. We're loosening up with the group. And then maybe a half hour before midnight, I remember you being like, fuck, I'm drunk and I haven't eaten yet today. And yeah. do you remember I had like a chicken wrap in the yes. fridge? She just ha casually happens to just pop up a box <laughs> of like chicken sandwich out of nowhere. Like, I don't know where this bitch came from, but like she just did. All right. And I'm like, yeah, fuck yeah. Like I will eat. Eat, I will gladly eat your chicken wrap. Like, <laughs> I will eat that shit in a like in, in a, a heartbeat. Right? In a heartbeat. All right. And so we're just sitting here dining our asses off and laughing and talking yes. and shit over this chicken wrap and just talking about our lives. So like our bond was made, and then midnight rolls around. And all right, so let's think. At the time, this would have been my. I want to say fourth or fifth New Year's with my yeah. ex. We, in total, were together for, like, a little over five years. Yeah. Now, so, this was, like, seriously. This right. all happened 30 minutes before midnight, before New Year's, before yeah. the ball drop. So, midnight approaches, we do the countdown, and... <laughs> oh, my God. We do the countdown, and um, I go up to my ex at midnight... And this dumbass is, like, more concerned about opening a bottle of champagne than kissing me at midnight. So I remember, yeah. like, he had his arms wide out, and he was, like, trying to pop off the top. And so I, if this makes sense, I, like, ducked under his arms and tried to, like, lean up for a kiss. He, like, turns away, pops the cap off, and, like, of course when you pop champagne... Um, it's gonna Fucking, go everywhere. Like, it splatters everywhere. Yeah, it goes it everywhere. So he did that. I didn't get my midnight kiss immediately. I am like infuriated. And do you, I don't know if you remember, but I remember he said to me like after that, he was like, Can you go upstairs and get some towels? Like to me. And I look at him and I say, No, this is your house. You're hosting. You go get the towels. Like, just you said cause, that? Yeah, because I'm like, just because I'm your girlfriend, like, I'm not your slave and I'm not catering to like, your I'm not friend your group. Housewife. Yeah, I'm not gonna cater yeah. to quote unquote your friend group, which, by the way, his friend group liked me more than they liked him. I was more popular in that friend group. That's true. Than. Yeah. 
like keep in mind like her ex so like he's similar to me at the time where like he was shy he's an introvert but like everybody liked him i don't know why but like i I mean i don't know i don't know it's because he was quiet exactly (laughs) like he really just didn't have much to say so it's not like you have much to say about someone who doesn't talk much so yeah they liked her more than they liked him and i'm pretty sure like she was just like what like the life of the party at the time Mm -hmm. and it just and i remember so jake and i I immediately, like, go into the other room and start crying. This is very normal behavior of me. But Jake follows me in, and I tell him, I'm like, that's fucked up, right? I'm like, that's fucked up that, like, he cared more about opening champagne than a New Year's kiss. And that he told me to go upstairs and yada, yada, yada. Jake and I are both drunk and, like, yeah, I'm emotional. Yeah, she told her to go upstairs. She's like, oh, like, you're, oh, like, you're being overdramatic. And so Alyssa's going off and texting me. She's like, so what is he doing? Like, what, <laughs> like, what is the vibe? And is like, is he upset that I'm upstairs? Like, is he mad or, like, whatever the hell? And I'm, like, texting her the tea. Like, honey, like, this is so shitty. Like, what the fuck? And I'm yeah. like, you know, because I would have been mad, so mad, too. Like, that's iconic. Like, yeah, you have to go and kiss your you know your significant, your significant other. other yeah your significant other during the new year's night you know and so like oh he was more concerned about the fucking champagne over yeah. his friends and getting them drunk <clears throat> than his girlfriend out of like what four years he said it would have been like a shy of five years i would five say y- yeah even more it proves my point even more and yeah it, I just remember and so I know when we exchanged numbers like you were like the light of my life like you were genuinely at that time felt like the light at the end of a tunnel yeah. it was like I might be getting out of something and Jake and I like I said I was texting him when I went upstairs crying and Jake was still you know doing his part rolling with the punches and being with the group and everything um it was just like it, it was a terrible night, although I got a best friend out of it. And yeah. it, it's an awesome story. Very cringy night, very cringy relationship I had, but I got an awesome friendship out of it. It was such, like, it wasn't even a loss to break up with my ex and gain you. Like, yeah. I, I swear to God, the minute we botched over that chicken wrap and you saw me crying... <laughs> I was like, this is my best friend. This girl, and I'm, again, like, I'm still getting to know this girl, all right? Alyssa, all right? So I'm still getting to know her, and all long, lo and behold, she shows up with this fucking PowerPoint. <laughs> and I'm yes! like, what the f- <laughs> like, and this was an organized, like, college professor PowerPoint, pretty much on, like, every wrong thing that this kid did. Yes. And it was like, all right, like think of like a con- like conservative, like oh, like you know, typical manhood, whatever that kind of shit. Like Mascul- it was exactly he had toxic that. masculinity. He really did. He really did. You know, like she wasn't allowed to go and wear freaking like I couldn't clothes. wear a choker. She, I was not yes. allowed to wear a choker. You weren't allowed to wear a choker. Yeah, and it was like I didn't even notice it until like he had actually pointed it out himself, which I'm like, you you know, yeah, like, it's. Because it's yeah. not something you think of. And it's not like she had her boobs out. It's not like she had, like, you know, it's not like she was I wearing was showing skin, nothing. short shorts. Like, she was showing nothing. Like, I would, I didn't think anything of it, right? 
And so, well, of course I'm saying that as a gay guy, but, like, yeah. I'm just saying in general. No, but in but, general, yeah. like, if you don't think twice, like, oh, a choker? I bet she slobs on some meat. Yeah, yeah. like, I just didn't think anything of it. Mm-mm. And I just remember sitting here thinking, I'm like, all right, well, this guy's a fucking asshole. Like, you need to go and dump his ass real yeah. fast. Absolutely. And so, ladies and gentlemen... Jacob brought up an excellent thing that I have done, and that was creating a PowerPoint. And I just want to say to anyone out there who's in a relationship that they feel they're like, I always look at it as you need to be reaching your full potential happiness in a relationship, or you're not in a relationship. Exactly. And yeah. I want to say that. If seriously making this PowerPoint changed my life because a lot of times, you know, my ex and I would have these conversations through text message, you know, it was an immature relationship, but we did talk over text a lot. So it was easy for me to screenshot what this kid was saying to me and just screenshot it and lay it out in a PowerPoint and then just really look at it like five days after the fact, after the conversation and really look at this PowerPoint and be like, holy shit, this person is not talking to me the way I deserve, like, I deserve to be. Is that how long it took you to send it after you made it? I made it, I mean, I made it in, well, the process started in, like, March. That I was, you know, I had screenshots. Because, you know, girls, guys, you know, you're sending screenshots. And ladies, for sure, you know if you're texting a guy, whether it's sexting or a fight, you know you have at least one friend helping you write those text messages. (laughs) No, no woman writes a text message alone. I'll tell you that right now. And, um, and so, yeah, screenshots, screenshots. I had all of those things saved up and I, like I said, I eventually put it in a PowerPoint. I really laid this out for me. And even for myself looking at this PowerPoint, I was like, I would not want anyone in this kind of relationship. I wouldn't want anyone being talked to the way I was being talked to. I wouldn't want anyone to have any restrictions on a relationship. You should not have any restrictions on a relationship besides cheating, like, and lying. Like, cheating and lying, obvious things to not do in a relationship, but you can't tell someone what to wear. You can't, you know, you can't tell me who I can and can't hang out with. You need to yeah, trust me. you can't me. tell someone how to behave. You can't Mm-mm. tell anybody. You can't tell anybody anything unless it's actually, like, oh, I mean, obviously logical or valid or whatever the hell. But, like, from his point of view, like, you can't tell somebody how to change their personality. No. From, clearly, that's fair. just who they are, you know. I know that was a little bit of a rant, but Jake and I, ultimately, all I can say is I lost something that was very worth losing, and I gained something I'm never gonna let go of, which is our friendship. After like our second hangout, which was what, like in February of like that New yeah. Year's, you know, we went to Steak and Shake, and then like after that, I mean, like yeah, we were still slow at first, but like we hung out pretty much every day. I mean, it was from going to yeah. parks and doing photo shoots. And, like, she was getting to know my crazy ass, which I don't know how the fuck anybody lasted that. I mean, <laughs> goddamn. Like, I would love to see the first perception of, like, oh, shit. Like, this is the guy I have to hang out with. But, like, yeah. And, like, I don't know. I mean, it was just that kind of thing where we just clipped. We, yeah, we just hit it off the bat almost too well. I 
dumped this guy, and rather than having that unhealthy rebound relationship, I, I really just got a best friend. Like, you know how when people break up, and immediately they want to have their slut phase, they want to have their <laughs> hoe years, they want... Yeah. Every dick in every hole. <laughs> no, literally. Like, I am fucking this guy out of the anger that I have for my previous ex. Yeah, we've exactly, all been there. And yeah. As much as people don't want to admit it, people, a lot of people need to get under someone to get over someone. Yeah. Wait, can we please just talk about foreplay for a minute? Yeah, absolutely. Because foreplay is like... It's almost better. It's almost better than the sex itself. It is. It is. It's, I can't. It's like the preview of a movie. It really is. Like you want to do it. You want. Like I need yeah. to be teased. I, mean, I need. Yeah. Like don't give it all, but then give it some. Where it's like yes. maybe like like uh, like I'll give you thirty percent of my dick. Like thirty percent. Yeah. You should not be giving a hundred percent. No, never. And that was the thing. So I remember I was like foreplay because are you kidding me? Like. He didn't eat my pussy. <laughs> yeah. He, like, did not do any of that fun stuff. It was like, oh, cool, like, condom pre-lubed, here's your vagina, let's go. And I'm like, excuse me, that's not how I mean, it was literally just in and out, and then you're like, oh, yeah, yeah. I yeah, mean, how okay, do you cool. feel? Like, so, I think, I feel this is a good question. Um, For gay culture, and as a man in gay culture, how, how does foreplay, because, I mean, for me, as heterosexual woman, we all know the typical fingered, blowjob, eat pussy, fuck type thing. Like, yeah. we know the standard, but, like, as a gay guy, how do you okay. foreplay? So, like, alright, welcome to the gay world, alright? Welcome to the gay, gay world, gay baby! Gay fucking world, baby. Alright, so basically... Yeah, so what we do, I mean, it's very similar. Like, all right, the same thing that you do to a vagina, you pretty much do to an ass. Like, okay. so, I mean, I mean, women already have assholes, so it's like the same thing, really, if you're into ass and you're into ass. So, yeah, like, we get fingered, you know, like, oh, yeah, okay. going this out, then, yeah, like, eat, us, eat our asses out, you know? Or, like, vice versa. And, yeah, I mean, like, maybe okay. a little dry humping here and there, maybe a little, you know, And you like, feel foreplay is just as important in gay culture. Oh, my God, yeah. Because, Good. like, that's just, like, the preview, like I said earlier, it's the preview it's the to 30%. a movie. It's the 30%. It is the 30%. It is the preview to a movie of which I am about to watch and see and enjoy and take in. Yeah. Literally. Literally. <laughs> Literally. Literally. Yeah, I mean, that is... It is so important, and I just, like, I don't understand how, I don't understand how people are so vanilla, where, like, I get it, you know, like, okay, yeah, you don't, like, I'm not talking about being tied up or anything, I mean, I like it, but, like, I'm just saying in general, like, what do you mean you're vanilla, like, what, you just go straight to the sex, like, there's not even making out, or there's not even just that, like, when there's not any foreplay? When I hear vanilla, I absolutely... <laughs> absolutely think okay missionary we're kind of kissing like it's very like losing your virginity like you don't really yeah. go past that yeah you don't get into the kinks you don't get into and i think my favorite thing was um when i asked <laughs> i asked my ex to choke me and he says no i don't want to disrespect you but like he still cheated on me so i'm wondering where yeah. the line of disrespect <laughs> 
fact was. And I'm was. pretty sure from what you told me, too, like the night before, he's like, oh, so you're willing to give me a facial, <laughs> but you can't choke me. Like, you can literally ejaculate on my face, but you can't choke me. Yeah, like, are you kidding me? I mean, man, that is just a whole separate subject. It's just... The, like, the disrespect that happens in relationships. I mean, sexually and non-sexually. I would say sexually, like, for me, it's like, heat of the moment, punch me in the face. I'll yeah. tell you, I'll tell you right now, I don't want to be punched in the face, but if, <laughs> if I'm about to come, I want you to punch me in the face. I do not care. Do whatever you want. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. it totally changes from like, oh my God, I would never. And it's like, well, wait till you're about to fucking come. Ladies. Alright, so we are back after our commercial. <laughs> Which okay. our commercial was letting letting ourselves pee. Um, awesome. Okay, I am cracking open my second drink. I just finished my first one. Oh, you're on round two? Yeah, I'm a slow poke. It's okay, so am I. Um, I I think foreplay goes in so many different ways and versions of just It depends foreplay. on who you are. It really, it is. Like, I have come to realize how sexuality is just so objective. Where, like, when people say, oh, yeah, Fifty Shades of Grey. But, like, that is so true. Because there are probably even more than just Fifty Shades. Where there are just so many different... There's a thousand shades. There are a thousand shades of grey that... Like, I don't even, I don't know. I'm probably on, like, what, like, maybe 152? (laughs) Yeah, I would definitely say my level has changed compared to my ex to where I am now. Do you think you were kinky before you actually... I think, I think what drove my kinkiness was not getting it. You know what I mean? Was getting that routine sex. And, oh my god, routine sex is the worst sex. Well, like, okay, explain routine. Like Routine. So I would say, like, every time you have sex with someone, like, oh, like, he fingers you. And then, like, he goes down on you. And okay. then you go down on him. And then you get on top of him. Or something. Like, yeah. it gets routine where you're doing the same acts, the same position. Like, not, like you really think I'm going to have an orgasm after doing the same thing a hundred times? Like, At like, that point, it, it becomes a chore. And then it's like, yes. oh, really? Like, I really have to go and suck your dick and give you roadhead this time? Yeah, it's like, you shouldn't have to do it because... Or, like, you shouldn't have to do it. You should do it because you want to be doing it. Yeah. And it should be very in the moment. It should be very spontaneous. Obviously, being drunk helps. Like, being yeah. drunk is a major part of it. Um, when Like, as, as far as kinky-wise. I mean, yeah. if we're talking just getting, like... You know, I mean, I'm in a relationship where it's like, it it has all its different levels because sometimes we're drunk, sometimes it's morning, sometimes it's night. Like, it changes throughout the day. And so that's what keeps it fun for me. We're doing it different times, different days, different ways. And you can't be having that's that. That's you and your boyfriend now. <clears throat> yes, that is yeah. me and my current boyfriend. The times I've picked up Jake and he'll be like, yeah. I got my ass ate last night. So what? <laughs> like, how was your night? Like, it's so casual for us. It is. Like, our... I think our favorite thing about us is that, like, when we have a dick appointment, right? I mean, not that you do often, but, like, I'm just saying, from your boyfriend, you do. But, like, totally. in general, because I'm single, right? So I'm freedom. Jake's single. No, I'm free. I'm free. But, you know, it's just... 
yeah, like we're uh, we're very open about our sexuality, and, and I you think should it's just, be. You should be. You should be. I mean, it's a like I said, it's a very personal thing, but also. Your sexuality is a part of you. It's what yes. makes you a human being. And it's just like, and it's a part of your personality. And then so we're all trying to show our personality. Like, why not be open to tell, you know, another person like, yeah, like, this is what I like. Like, this is what, you know, I don't understand why we're all so freaking afraid of talking about our sexual lives. I totally agree with that. And, you know, you brought up an awesome point because... Ladies and gentlemen, that is the whole point of Taboo Tea. We want to be talking about the things that people are afraid to be talking about. Yeah. And it's like, you know, you can't just go up to anyone and be like, hey, like, have you gotten fingered recently? <laughs> like, you can't. You can't. I, why? You know, that's just <laughs> like, how our society is. <laughs> but it's also just like a topic. I mean... The number of times that, say, I've gotten drunk and bonded with a girl of, like, our sex lives. It's amazing. Uh, once you once you break that wall down, there's no boundaries. And it's awesome. It's like, holy shit, you're into that too? Or like, oh my god, I'm not the only one who doesn't like that type thing. Yeah, no, for real. Like, it makes you just feel like it's a connection. It, it really, really is. is. Yeah. It so. Really is. Cheers to two kinky bitches. <laughs> two kinky motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think it's, I think sexuality is an awesome thing. And one thing that I do really enjoy about Jake being my friend is he's um, he's not just any girl. Like you know, he and I get to bond over those different types of things that we bond over. The fact that he we're both getting it from guys, but in a different exactly. way. Exactly. Like imagine if Lissa had a dick. That's me, all right? <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm, like, I feel like I'm just, like, the dick, like, the guy version of Alyssa. Still very much so a bottom, absolutely. But, you know, it's just, like, yeah, like, from a different guy, but just having a balls and dick, like, yeah, like, that's, you're still talking to Alyssa. Like, yeah, you're still yeah. talking to me. I Just Yo. six more inches of me. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Let's see. Yeah, I mean, I've learned a lot through being friends with Jake. So I really appreciate hearing his, you know, his thoughts on, like, the gay culture. I think gay culture is beautiful. Everyone is a little gay. You know what? Can we just take a couple minutes to talk about how everyone is a little gay? No, I do. No, literally. Like, I think, like, again, there are more than just 50 shades of sexuality, right? Yes. And so I definitely feel that... Like, yeah, like, do I see somebody and I question a girl and I'm like, oh, but yeah, like, would I fuck her? Like, is she pretty? Like, yeah, absolutely. And I think that goes to so many people, you know, where it's like, okay, would I rather, like, I would totally have a threesome with you or I would totally make out with you or I would totally just finger you or whatever it is, whatever it is that you're into. Yes. I don't know. It's a very personal thing. But yeah, I mean, it's just a very, it's just. There are more than just 50 shades of gray. More than 50 shades of sexuality. And I can be like, yes, I'm straight. Yes, I have this wonderful, wonderful boyfriend who I have awesome sex with. But, like, say I was single. Would I date a girl? Would I hook up with a girl? Yes, in the right circumstances. Like, we're human. It's natural. It's natural to have those urges. Men, women, like... Yeah. You're into what you're into, and there is no shame in that. 
Especially, like, okay, if I were in high school, right, would I fucking, like, have sex with the most popular girl? Absolutely. Yeah. Like, at the time being within that, like, high schooler mindset of a 16-year-old, absolutely I would. Yeah. I would, too. <laughs> That's yeah. the thing. Yeah. And that is okay. That is who we are. That is how we're made. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, okay, what, if you had to, like, change sexuality, what would be your type? What would yeah, be... Yeah, like, if you had a girlfriend, what would be your type? Okay, so if I had a girlfriend, I definitely... I've thought about this before. I do still want to kind of stray towards those women who are, like, you know, the short hair, the girls who, like, dress like a guy, but they don't look like a guy. You know what I mean? Like, it's obvious it's yeah. a girl. But she wears those snapbacks. Like, she still has short hair. So what you're telling me is that basically you would still be the bottom. Even if you were with the girl, the girl relationship. Um, yeah, I believe, like, I believe I probably would be. I don't see myself, like, dating anyone super feminine. Like, yeah. super long hair. She does her hair. She does her makeup. Like, yeah. I want the, like, I just want it as raw as it can get. And, like, my current boyfriend, he's he so does not care about his hair. He doesn't care about his style. And that's what I like. Like, I don't want someone who's like, oh my god, I cannot wear an Adidas shirt with Nike pants. Like, who gives a fuck at the end of the day? Like, that doesn't make you you. Yeah. What about for you? Let's say you were straight. What kind of girl are we going after? Dude, I would probably be dating someone who's just like alpha as fuck. Fuck. Like, I'm talking about, like, cage wrestler. Like, <laughs> like honestly. Like, one of those more masculine like, type women? Oh, God, absolutely. Like, maybe, like, questionable, like, like one of those gym teachers who you'd question, like, were you once in the military? Like, kind of shit. Like, okay. that's... No, literally. Like, I'd probably be with a girl that's just, like, yeah, like, okay, you're alpha, dominant as fuck. Like, dominatrix shit. Like, I don't know. And, I mean, not... Well, I kind of am, so who am I to get lied to? But, like, I'm just saying in general, yeah, that's... I think that's awesome, and I think the fact that we can even address that we already know what kind of, like, I'm straight as fuck, you're gay as fuck, and, like, we still know what we would do with the gender we're not attracted to, and I think that's a beautiful thing. I think that's something everyone needs to, like, once you get over that hump, like, yes, I could be gay, or yes, I could be straight, yes, I can have this moment with whatever sex once you get over the hump like that's beautiful it's humanity ultimately it boils down to that's who we are and that's okay oh god yeah and it doesn't matter gay straight bi i do not care i accept it and i think it's in the end a beautiful thing oh yeah i mean it's more than 50 shades of gray baby girl there is one trillion shades of gray that really is and we will dissect that all for you folks as long as you guys stay tuned you'll be hearing more of those shades all right ladies and gentlemen thank you so much for listening to our taboo tea i hope that you enjoyed our very first podcast because i know we sure as hell did I'm sorry, Jacob's eating a fucking bag of Cheetos right I'll now, knock it off. licking I'll knock it off. his fingers, I'm trying like, to I turn know, me on real. or some exactly. shit. Exactly, I'm like sexually, like I don't have a dick here, so I'm like, I gotta use something. <laughs> you gotta suck something, baby. <laughs> Alright, but anyways, hey, have a nice night. <laughs> <laughs>